Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to our Equine Connection podcast. This one's a little bit different than usual because we're usually playing off of the Facebook platform, but this time we are just sitting here talking to our podcast listeners. That's exactly (laughs) right. So welcome, welcome. We're excited to do this one today. We are going to be talking a little bit about who we are. So if you've tuned into us for a while, I don't think we've actually done one of these on the podcast platform for a while. So we probably should update you because who are these chicks that you're listening to talking yeah. about how horses are changing the world and other such things? Because they do. Because they do. But we always have a tune. Like it, we get very excited when we get to introduce ourselves. <laughs> we do because it's really like, who are we? The question yeah. is, who, who are we? Who, 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 oh yeah. See, you're welcome. So not, <laughs> not only did you get to hear us saying that'll be in your head for the rest of the day at <laughs> exactly. least. Exactly. So it should be a good time for you as well. Absolutely. So I guess I'll start out. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. Is that <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing as well as an instructor and facilitator for the Equine Connection. And my background actually starting out was not in horses. My background is in public relations. I went to school for that, worked at the Calgary Police Service, so a web and graphic design company, an evil law firm at one point, <laughs> and you know, kind of made my way through until I got to the Heritage Days Stampede and Rodeo, which is where I met Carrie. And things kind of progressed from there, but I had no interest in working with horses. I didn't actually, I knew they were beings that were pretty and that they (laughs) were, I had no idea what a horse could do. And it wasn't until Carrie kind of introduced me to this program where she said, okay, no, I'm going to, I'm going to work with horses and it's going to help people. And I like flat palmed her and said, okay, that's super nice there, Carrie. Having no idea that they could actually have some sort of impact on people's lives in any way, shape or form. And it really wasn't until I saw a program I saw a program where a kid was working with a horse and the leader that had brought those kids that day said, oh, well, this kid is a cutter and he's a kind of a troublemaker and this and that and kind of laying out what they were labeled as. But as I was watching the horse interact with this human being, I saw something completely different and kind of a little light bulb went on for me that I was like, oh, I can see, I can see a connection here. And I've always known that animals are beautiful and wondrous beings, but the horses, man, they knock my socks off every day. So after seeing that, it went to, yeah, I'm definitely on board. Carrie, you had me at the horse and away we went. With a few tears. With a few tears. I did. Yeah. And if you've been watching or listening a while, you know, that doesn't happen all that often anyway, but that one, it did affect me. And I have to tell you, after getting in and starting to work with the horses, I've been so blessed in the fact that I didn't have the horsemanship necessarily to start out with, because I've always listened to what the horse is saying, first and foremost, because that's just how I know how to work with horses now. And they're really the teachers, so it's so key that you did that. Yep, so it's worked out beautifully. But I say to every single human being who becomes a facilitator, if you get even an eighth out of this course that I've gotten out of, it will change your entire life because these horses have helped me to become the authentic version of myself. And as an almost 40-year-old woman saying that, it took me a hell of a long time to get there. But I don't know if I would have if it weren't for these beautiful creatures. So that's kind of my background with how I, in a very little nutshell there. It is but, a little nutshell. Yeah, but that's kind of how I got to be here. And they have blessed me every single way through and helped me to be the person I am today. I remember when uh, we were in the office and I was impressed with Carolyn because I used to manage the Strathmore Heritage Day Stampede, third largest rodeo in Canada. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> and I remember... At first, we kind of, we, we had our guards up with each other because of what Carolyn calls a friend. Yeah, we weren't sure of how we got introduced, so neither of us really knew no, what we, we should know about yeah. the other person. Yeah, yeah. 
So my huge thing in life is, wow, you got to be a worker. If you're not a worker, you don't impress me. Well, Carolyn Charles impressed the living heck out of me. She was always a team player. She would come to work even if she wasn't feeling up to it. Like she would just always be there. So, of course, now I'm thinking starting a new business. I would love to have Carolyn on the team. Why? First of all, she knows IT. Now, I have to tell you people, back in the good old days, let me tell you, I didn't even know how to do a document. Like, I, copying, Seriously, how do I get? How do I get to the next line? Oh, sweet Lord, you hit enter. <laughs> like, I, it, I was concerning. <laughs> so, it was so great because here I'm starting this new business, which, of course, I really didn't want to begin a whole new business all over again in the time of my life. I've been an entrepreneur. All my life and everyone, this is Carrie Fulmeck, by the way, the <laughs> founder of the Equine Connection. Um, but, you know, that's one thing that I wasn't sure how it would roll starting this new business, which, again, I didn't want to because I've had other businesses being an entrepreneur and I didn't want to start from scratch again. But Carolyn had all the IT knowledge, you know, the website and how we'll do the brochures and all that marketing piece that... Obviously, if I can't <laughs> copy and paste or do anything, I need somebody who's going to be in this business, who's going to be able to take that side along so that I was able to work with all the programs that I received and how, of course, yeah. to get to know our horses better. So it worked out really, really yeah, I well. Was, I was never even intended to work with the horses. Really. No. And then that just kind of... It came in. It came in in the most beautiful way that it should have and I guess the way that we were meant to go. But uh, yeah, it was never that was never the intention. No, it, it actually first. never yeah. was. And I remember it was so funny because I'm finally certified so I finally get certified and it took me a full year to get certified because at the time you could do an online component, which in the days, if you think about this, because that was 2008. Oh my god! And it wasn't really online. It was like it with CDs and you had to watch them and then it was like self-study more so I think than anything else. And even the CDs were like the wind. <laughs> like I'm like, I don't understand how to hear or how to learn. But it totally took me a full year to understand exactly how the horse was a yeah. teacher. So uh, when, when I was trying to say there is a story. Oh, so it, oh. this is the story. <laughs> yeah. Because this kind of brings how you get to know Carolyn and myself a Who little we are bit closer. Together. Who yeah. we are together. <laughs> so I'm at the office at Heritage Day Stampede. And I get a phone call from Six Sigma Youth Medicine Lodge. Hey, Carrie, we just heard that you are certified. We want to hire you. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you never turn down business. I want at least a whole year to get ready for this new business, but you never turn down business. So I said, absolutely, why don't you come on in for a meeting? So Carolyn had just said, yes, I'm going to gonna the join the team. Things. Yeah. 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 So anyways, we have the people from Sig Ziga come in. We've got elders and professionals uh, all in these beautiful business outfits they they come in I say hi my name is Carrie Fulmack with the Equine Connection and I go to introduce Carolyn but for some reason nothing came out of my mouth except for yeah this is Carolyn Char Charles my life partner now life 
partner life, is what she came life partner. I don't even call Sid my hubby who I've been with for <laughs> no. 24 years, no. my life partner, but Carolyn? Yeah. And I remember thinking, well, I didn't think it. I said it out loud. I was like, um, that is not what I signed up for was <laughs> the life partner side of things. But, uh, and she's like, I just blanked on what your title was. I'm like, just Carolyn, just stick with <laughs> Carolyn for now. That's plenty. Like I would have been cool if you threw me in like Prince just with the first name, it would be all fine. But yeah, so we have had uh, a long day of people wondering oh, yeah. if we are in fact a couple and it kind of all started there yeah but we are life partners in a lot of ways we just, we just don't, don't sleep, sleep together, together. Yeah. <laughs> just, so that's super clear for everybody out there not that there's anything wrong with that if we did but we don't so we just like to we we are life partners though we travel together we teach this course we spend more time together i think than we do with anybody else in our lives uh yeah, yeah. even when we could go out we would go out to have some drinks that's and, right and go out um, to a restaurant. Yeah. We didn't have the, our guys come no, with us. No, that wasn't a thing. No, so no. it really is. <laughs> yeah. We do everything together. Yeah, basically they're supplemental. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind oh of how goodness. we've come to be as well as with the life part of side of things and why we say things at the same time and act yeah. a lot like each other a lot of the time as well because we spend more time together than we do with anybody else. It's so, so yeah. very true. But for myself, it happened... I needed something I was looking for in my life. And it, you know, started around 38, 39. And I remember thinking to myself, Carrie, what is your real purpose on life? in life? And don't get me wrong. I mean, I know I've had purpose from the moment I've been born, just like you have had purpose from the moment you're born. But there comes a time in a human's life where we're really pulled to a different purposeful piece. And I really truly feel our whole life, our journeys have keep bringing us to this road of where it is we're actually supposed to be stepping into next. But sometimes we say, nah, I'm going to take that turn. And then it guides us back again. So my whole thing is, what is your purpose, Carrie? Like, what's the last thing your, your last breath is going to be on earth? Because one thing I was looking for is something that was so real and so grounded and something to do with the horse. But I really didn't know what that was going to look like because I didn't want to do riding lessons and bless all of you who do riding lessons. The borders and the riding And the borders, <laughs> like, bless you all because I, I, it just wasn't where I wanted to go in my life. And of course, when I see some people riding, it's like, Ooh, eh, oh, ah. you have to have tons and tons of patience. And I, I think that's my, my least good skill. Least good skill. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, it's profound. Well, maybe it's is up there, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So any hoodle. So one thing I was, I've been always an entrepreneur. I've always said since diapers, like seriously, I love being my own boss, running my own business. I'm very self-motivated. I'm very accountable. And if someone says you can't do it, I say, oh, watch me. When they say it's impossible, I say it's always possible. So I kind of fight against what the norm really is. And if you think about 2008, how many people even understood? What I can equine? tell you from all the people I spoke to on the phone, that would be like 2%. Right? Yeah, of the world. Nobody understood <laughs> yeah. equine assisted learning. And even equine was a huge well, yeah, a lot thing of people in the day. What is that? What What is an equine? Yeah. Oh, it's a horse. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't, if you're not in the realm, you don't know. You, you don't you really, know, but you, you don't, don't know, know until you do, do know. know. Absolutely. And my whole thing, because I've been an entrepreneur, was I was always selling things or material things so I really wanted to go away from material 
Because to me, I know one thing, I'm dying. And I know I can die today. So my theory on that in life has been very, very helpful. I know my family used to think I was morbid. So did uh, Carolyn. So do many people. But I believe if you... People seem to think that they're going to live forever. And I think that's the wrong area to be in. Because if you think you're going to live forever, you don't do the things that you need to get done. So when I wake up, I'm very thankful that I'm here today. And I always try to live in my present as much as I can. Don't get me wrong. I'm human, not horse. Although (laughs) I really learn a lot from the horses. But I really try to live in moments. So even with anger or being upset or being sad, I try to always bring it back to what if this is your last day, Carrie? So it really helps me to know that I could die today. So if I can die today, what are you going to do today with that last breath on earth? So that's where my theory of thinking always goes to how you live life. And mine was to have a purposeful, solid, grounded business that was completely different than everything else. Because material things means dickety doo Dickety eight. Now, yeah. I know, don't get me wrong, some people love their trinkets and all of that. And that's fine. Of and that course, might be part cool. of their journey and their Absolutely. purpose. It just wasn't your part it, of your journey and purpose. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong, it's like a material thing. I love art. So when I spend money on a piece of art, I love looking at it because it brings so much joy to everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't have shelves and things where you can put a lot of trinkets on. So I discovered at uh, Strathmore Heritage Days, because of course that's tons of agriculture, uh, equine, bovines, we got yeah, everything out there. Yeah. I Cow- heard crazy about- cowboys. Right? Yeah. Ooh, Aka Baka Joteca. <laughs> I love Wranglers and cowboy hats, man. Mm-hmm. It does still get me very, very happy. <laughs> So I heard about equine assisted learning. So I had called up the lady, Tamara McKinnon, who actually designed not only the certification course, but 50 other additional exercises that have a beginning, a middle and an end. And she designed them so that you always had a predictable outcome. And how did she design them? She took the research on how do humans learn, which is still used in colleges and universities today. And she took the information on, or the research, sorry, on how do horses communicate. Then she married the two. And with her crazy brain. (laughs) Amazing crazy brain. It is amazing crazy. She came up with these programs that had this beginning, middle, and an end. So that every human who worked with the horse, they're going to get a predictable outcome. Of course, you've got to facilitate it right, though. Because it doesn't doesn't work that way if you don't know how to facilitate. And number one thing, you got to look after the horse. So she, I signed up for this thing. I think at the time it was like, I don't know, six-week course. And I could do some of it online. I got all of these books sent to me. And I think it was around 7,000, 7, something like yeah. that. I forget what it was. I get all these books. I'm super excited. <laughs> I start reading and reading. And now my style of learning is not... Um, reading you're a hands-on kind of guy I am totally hands-on so I am confused so I call up Tamara I'm like Tamara I have no idea in your verbiage (laughs) in your words how the horse is the teacher I am not getting it so of course she explains to me but she says Carrie why don't you come on out and see exactly how these exercises work so of course Flew out there, rented a car, stayed in a hotel, and I went out to take a gander. Now, by the time it took me one full year to get certified, 
I had actually spent $12,000 on my certification. Now think about that, 2008. That's yeah, a that's, huge yeah. amount of money compared to what it is nowadays, yeah. right? And that includes the travel, but there was hotels, there was food. Yeah, there food, was food, everything. Yeah. So uh, I went there. I'm like, oh, okay, this is really cool. Now I'm starting to understand. But of course, with Heritage Day Stampede, it's getting super busy. My brain goes to, mm, I think you need to be a horse trainer in order to actually yeah. do this. Still hadn't clicked fully. It really yeah. hadn't. So I, I gave her a phone call because I was thinking, I don't think this is for me. And I said, hey, Tamara, is there any way that I could get my money back? Because I've done nothing. I haven't even <laughs> done a pencil onto a piece of paper, nothing. And she says, you sure could, Carrie. She goes, but this is one thing I want you to know is that you would have been the only one in Alberta doing this as a business. She played her like an entrepreneurial <laughs> fiddle is what she did. She knew exactly this, Gary, this is what's going to get her. And it did. And it did. <laughs> it worked. Because being an entrepreneur, this got me excited. So, of course, I took some time to really think about it. I called her back and I said, okay, before I make my final decision, I'm going to fly out one more time. Oh, my goodness. Like, seriously. So I flew out. Now, here's the difference what happened to me. Because remember, I know I can die today. So I don't get stressed in life. And what that means is not getting stressed is I don't go to bed thinking about money. I don't think about things that need to be paid for. I don't think about how I'm going to pay for things. I don't worry about I had three daughters and I don't worry. I didn't even worry about them when they were in that driving stage and, you know, going out partying because I thought I've done the best that I can do. They know if they drink too much, they should give me a call or call a cab. They know not to get into a vehicle. So I sleep like a wee baby every single night. And again, this is like being a horse. Let me tell you, you're not thinking about everything. So this time, though, I went on oh, my shoulders and my neck. I could not even move the pain that I had and it hit me you absorbed it all like and even if we're thinking of you know those those zones in our fascia mm -hmm. band area like that is throat communication yeah. like that's huge and it hit me this is the last job I'm going to do in this lifetime my last breath will be doing this business yep and it's worked out well because you're still you're still breathing, which is a bonus. I am still breathing. <laughs> and Fifteen years later, absolutely, still going with all of it. It's it's life changing, and you know we talk about this often because we say this is a job, and we make a living doing this. But it's like it's not a job because it's the greatest thing in the world. Every time I step into that arena and I smell that that dirt and I smell those horses, and you set up to do one of the programs because you have your clients coming that day it's it's so humbling to think you're a part of a journey that not only is it we're helping our horses because the horse this is the welfare the foundation is the welfare of the horse we do not use horses here mm -mm. they are not tools here mm -mm. they are literally a horse who thinks acts and responds like a horse who can only think like a horse who can only communicate like a horse and what do we do we watch what the horse says. Then we have our step-ins to help the humans to be able to make a change, not by telling them, because that's wrong. Yeah, we're not going to put words in the horse's mouth. Never, never, because that's not how a horse thinks. A horse can never think like human. But we allow our clients to be able to be empowered through what the horse is telling them. They come up with the changes through choice and what it is that they want to do, because they know the number one thing 
that a horse needs is to feel safe. So if the horse isn't feeling safe and they know this, that's when the mirror, oh, it's just such magical yes. things that happen and your head can never get big in this business. Why? <laughs> the horse would never let your head nope. get big because that's not being authentic. <laughs> they, so They keep you pretty humble and they'll take you down a peg if you're starting to get a little overconfident or the big head or anything else like that. But you couldn't just by working with them alone because you get to know that every day you get to learn something new and different. <sighs> every single day. Even if it's with our clients and seeing how a horse does something phenomenal, like every single time a horse does something absolutely phenomenal. And we didn't plan to be training people when this whole thing first started. That wasn't part of the plan, but now our purpose has kind of changed that it's not just bringing horses and the amazing things that they teach to the people just in our area. It's bringing it to the world for us now. <laughs> Global. Yeah. And you know, here's one thing to end off this uh, wonderful podcast with you, but the dream thing is the coolest thing that I think is gifted upon us besides breathing. I really think every day mm -hmm. when I wake up and I'm breathing, I'm like, this is phenomenal that this body works this way. But here it is, even with energy and how our thoughts, I mean, they're, they're electrical, like they're moving yeah. all the time as we're thinking. And this is all through research. But the coolest piece is writing down what is your dream? And I used to always keep a book, and I still do, but I do it differently now. So I write down all of my goals for the year, for five years, for 10 years. Then I close it. I don't look back at it anymore because then the universe, or again, it can be the universe, it can be maybe God, it can be Buddha, it's whomever yeah. it is that you believe in. That electric magnetic, however it brings things together, blows me away because the dream that you write in your book won't be the dream that this universe is wanting for you because mm -hmm. it's always going to be bigger. I don't get how this works because it was never written down to travel the world <laughs> and help others to do what it is that we do at the Equine Connection. That was not even a, a thought. A radar but Nothing. nothing. Yeah. And because, you know, you're following those steps and you're understanding how do you make a dream come true Well, you first got to have a goal and then you take it one step at a time. It's phenomenal. All of you who have a dream, absolutely, why not you? You can make your dream come true. But a dream is just a dream. If you do nothing with it, we have to turn it into reality. Yep. And it has to be your goal is how you're going to move forward and actually make it a reality. Absolutely. Just like you said. So hopefully you guys got to know fun. us a little bit more and yeah. uh, our background of stories of like partnerness <laughs> and everything else. And if you have any questions, feel free to throw them in the comments there as well on the podcast. But we're more than happy to answer them. And we would love to see you tune into the next one as well. Oh, and remember this. We and you are all life changers. Darn tootin'. Every single human in this planet has the ability to positively impact somebody else's life every single day we live and breathe, no matter who you are and what you do. It's so always keep it in mind. Exactamundos. Yeah. Kindness is key. See you guys next week. Or talk to you next week. That's right. You can't see us. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast thing is weird. <laughs> Have a great one, everybody. Bye.